0: job, guys. Wow. Mm. I know they have got a full day. It's already been one. We got to recognize them this morning in a, a breakfast um, so they got up early. Uh, we were able to give them their gift there and celebrate that time with them and their families. I know they have baccalaureate uh, that's coming up at 2. And So continue to pray for these families, and I hope you all get a nap or something after that, all right? Um, I want you to just take your Bible in just the moments we have left and turn to John chapter 6. I'll get there in just a moment. And, and, Pastor, thank you for the opportunity just to share the Word of God. We don't take this lightly. And so um, as a couple of months ago, as we began just to look toward planning this service. Um, Some of you don't know me. You're like, dude, that guy, he, he just sometimes just gets emotional. I, it's in, Jesus wept, so we're in good company, all right? I don't even have one graduating this year. But here's the deal, man. These are all sons and daughters, man. And we love celebrating them, and we just got in the presence of God, and we just said, God, what do you say? What do you want to say today? Because I promise you, I don't have anything to offer anybody, but God has everything to offer all of us. And when we agree with his words, he always is faithful to perform those. And so I just know today, whether it's just one or it's all of us, I really believe God spoke this over your class, over you guys, over families. This morning there's a theme, and here's the theme, that God said to tell him he's faithful. I, w- I want you to know from the heart of God into your hearts this morning, he is faithful and that you can trust him. No matter where you are on your journey And whether you know that, you know, I know sometimes there's that thing where we know and then there's that place, anybody want to testify, where you really know the faithfulness of God? Even if that's still coming for you, here's the good news, he'll be faithful in that moment. Because here's what the word says in Timothy, he can't be unfaithful. Don't you love that about God? It says, even when we are without faith. Anybody been there? I'll raise everything, all right? It says he's still faithful because he's just that good. And so what I want to share this morning is just in the, in the moments we have is just a message of his faithfulness and of his goodness. It says in Revelation, you go read it, it says the one who's coming back on the white horse on the stallion, all right? Jesus was from Texas, at least a part of him, all right? When he comes back, he will, his name will be known as this, faithful and true. And so we're just agreeing This morning, that's who he is over you. See, here's the truth. When there's a word that that's strong, that God has spoken over his own son, how many know that the enemy will come against that truth? He will come against that promise. He wants us to believe a lie and to be deceived that God is not faithful and that you can't trust him. He will come against us. I wished I could tell you that once you step into that, that the enemy can't mess with you anymore. I can't promise you that, but here's what I can promise you is that you got the power in you to reject his lives and stand against his deception by agreeing with the words and just telling the enemy, no, my daddy is faithful because that's what he says. And my life, by the choices I make, says to others he's faithful. Say, I bet we can all give testimonies this morning that there's been seasons where life just gets hard and it gets difficult and there's some trouble. And the enemy puts it this way He he wants you to feel this. He wants you to feel, you know what? It's not fair. He'll, He'll whisper that to you. He'll say, You've been given the wrong hand, you've been given the wrong deck. God doesn't love you. He's forsaken you. And that's where we all get to stand on his promises. Deuteronomy says this in 31.6, the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. And how many know when God speaks it, he is faithful to fulfill it. The enemy came after the Son of God, and he tried to use the scripture to deceive the Son of God. That's how deceiving the enemy wants to be. But how many of you know we can follow in the son Jesus' example and we can take the word of God as the sword that it is and we get to repeat what God says so the enemy's the one who has to submit, resist, and he's the one who flees as we stand upon these strong principles. My God is faithful. I want to say to you sometimes if that's the only thing that can come out of your mouth for all of us, that's the most powerful thing that needs to come out. How many of you know that there's going to be sometimes things that happen that you will never understand on this side of heaven? Can I tell you two truths? Jesus said you're going to have some days of trouble, but to take heart because he overcame, we overcome. Amen? And listen to me. Peace is part of our inheritance. That's the first thing Jesus told the disciples after his resurrection, and he said it twice. Peace be with you. My peace, I give you. You know what that peace is for? It's for many things. But Philippians, Paul said he gives us a peace that what? Passes our understanding. Listen to me. When the enemy attacks you, don't respond from your thinking. Respond from the spirit that lives inside your heart. I promise you, if you can just say, you know what? I know my circumstances. Man, they're, they're out, and sometimes we have a choice over our circumstances, and many times we don't have a choice. But here's the choice we do have is to agree with the King of kings and Lord of lords. My God is faithful. He can't be unfaithful. I want to show it to you in the Scripture just to, and we, this was what the crazy part was. What Scripture do we pick? How many you know that the faithfulness of the God starts in Genesis and ends in Revelation and continues through us? Amen? It's all there. John chapter 6. Let me read it. I want to pick up in verse 15. Therefore, when Jesus perceived they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he just fed the 5,000. So man, there was a great celebration and we're celebrating today. It says he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. We could all learn from that. Do you wanna know where you can be reminded of the faithfulness of God? It's when you be still and know. It's when you withdraw from the craziness of this world. Parents, let me assure you of something. None of us have the power to control what's fixing to happen in our students' lives, but we all have the power to surrender control to the one who made them and intercede and agree for them. Don't you love that the fruit of the Spirit is self control and it's not control? It takes the pressure off of us. We get to surrender control. I'm not in charge. But I get to submit myself to the one who is. And he models for us what it looks like to get away. And then pick up in verse 16. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea. They got into a boat, and they went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was already dark, and Jesus had not come to them. Then the sea arose because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea, drawing near the boat, But they were afraid. Listen, here's some things that are going on right now. It's dark, and the seas have begun to pick up. And they're recognizing somebody, but they don't know who it is. Guys, in life, there's going to be some dark seasons. There's going to be some turbulence. There's going to be some winds. There's going to be some opposition. And guys, even in the midst of that, God's going to be in that. And you might not recognize it at first. The disciples didn't. But listen to the words of Jesus. He said, But he says to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Another translation says it this way You know who I am. I love that. Do you know who he is this morning? Do you know who he is? Is he Savior? Is he Lord? Is he hope? Is he peace? Is he faithful? See, you get to answer that for you. Your parents can't answer that for you. Your grandparents can't answer that for you. They can model that for you, but you get to answer for himself. Will you hear the voice of the Lord in the midst of darkness, in the midst of the chaos? Will you hear the Father say, don't be afraid. You know who I am. This church and community has raised you up to know who he is. And I want to say, You have great days ahead of you to begin to find out even more yourself. One of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself every day is this. Dad, will you reveal more of yourself to me today? Because I want my heart to be filled with your heart. When you recognize he's faithful, you'll be faithful. And I love just this beautiful imagery because then watch what happens. Let the disciples' example be our, our imitation today. Then they willingly received. Will you get that this morning? How do you know he's faithful? you got to receive it. They willingly received him into the boat and watched immediately. The boat was at the land where they were going. How many of you know the moment that you step over and step out of worry, fear, and anxiety, and you step into the faithfulness and goodness of God? I mean, you know that sometimes the circumstances changed here, but even in the midst, I want to say to you, sometimes the circumstances won't initially change. Here's why. So that a lost world will see a son and daughter still trusting a good, good father in the midst of that storm. But can I tell you, the waters will be still because he's the one who still speaks to the storms in our life. Will we let those words come out of our mouth? I want to share what this looks like. And I asked the Lord, Lord, what what testimony can I share? And he took me back to my father-in-law. And there was parts of his story early on. He was a young man at 17 that was during the days of Vietnam. And he had a lot of difficult days growing up. And he thought, I'm going to enlist. I'm going to go. He would end up serving three tours in Vietnam. And thank the Lord for all of those of you who have served. Can we just thank the Lord for those who have served our country? Thank you, guys, and those who will. And he went, and I can't even imagine what he had to go through as a young, I mean, as a teenage boy and go through those things. He didn't know the Lord. And when he got home, listen to me, when he got home and he got off that plane after that third tour, there was a minister there to meet that group of young men. And they would hear these words out of that minister's mouth that they were going to go to hell because they had taken lives with their own hands. My father-in-law didn't know the Lord. And I can promise you those words didn't help bring him closer. It actually made his heart harder. It wouldn't be long after that his biological dad would die. And so here's a young man made in God's image who God has a destiny and purpose for. Don't you ever question God has a destiny and purpose for you. We don't have the power to control what comes out of somebody else's mouth or somebody else's choices, but I know what God has said. He said, I made Larry Hanks in my image, and I sent my son Jesus to die for him. And God would give him a daughter who would come to know the Lord through an aunt, who would pray, and who would pray. Can I tell you? If you haven't seen God move through your prayers yet, how many of you know you still have permission to pray with the King, permission to to pray with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? If it has not happened, here's the truth: God is faithful to fulfill what He sets into motion. Lad and I would get married. Well, guess what? She's marrying a young man going into the ministry. Wow, <laughs> this was a man's man when I invited him to breakfast to ask for her hand in marriage, whoa, <laughs> I was like, God, please help me. I, I want to leave alive. <laughs> and he gave me permission. And he welcomed to sin. Now, he had some fun with that. He had some fun with that through the, through the years. I'm almost done. He gave me for Christmas, one Christmas, he gave me a, a money clip for a minister. He had taken a Coke tab and cut a penny in half and wrapped that Coke tab around a half penny and said, Good luck, son, all right? There was some hard heart there. Over those next few years, we would pray, we would love, we would share, knowing that our God is faithful. God would give us a daughter. Her name is Paige. Paige. And I heard the Lord say, God is going to use your daughter, his granddaughter, to soften his heart. And we hung on to that promise. See, Larry didn't go to church. That's why it's important that we get outside these walls and take the kingdom to where they are. But when Paige got baptized as a six-year-old at Paramount Baptist Church just across Amarilla. Guess who came to watch her get baptized? My father-in-law. I saw the dead get raised in my little girl through the baptistry. But how many you know my God was doing something even more? We'd have up some follow-up conversations. Lana's dad got sick with Agent Orange. I don't even know how to say it as a result of being in Vietnam. And it was not a fun journey to watch. Some of you walk through that, and I want you to know, even as you walk through difficult days with family members, I can stand before you and say, my God is faithful. But After he watched Paige get baptized, something shifted, and I would have conversations with him. and Lana would have conversations with him, and he would begin to say this, me and God have an understanding, because he started meeting with him on his back porch of his house. And I stand before you today that as Larry laid in a bed in a military hospital outside of Wichita Falls, Texas, we had peace in knowing that he had prayed to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Can I tell you, God is faithful in life and in death. Larry's last request was this. He wanted taps to be played at his funeral. As we were all there, the family grew together, her two brothers, the different ones of us, and we're in the hospital room with them. We sensed the presence of God. Listen to me, church. Here's the faithfulness of our God. Lana's mom and one of her brothers had just went outside, and you can tell when somebody's getting ready to breathe their last. I went outside to get them to bring them in. And when I stepped outside, guess what's being played over that whole military base? Taps. Guess, was, guess what was not scheduled to be played over that military base? And it was the assurance of the faithfulness of our God that this was his son that was honoring one of his last requests. And he made sure as Larry left this earth that he would see all those standing attention underneath taps as a son was welcomed home into the presence of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can I stand before you this morning and tell you, my God, my dad is faithful. Amen? Amen. And so I want you just to bow your head and close your eyes. And I know that's a personal story for me, but I know God takes testimonies and he encourages hearts this morning. Listen, the word I heard God say over you, is God is faithful. He can't be unfaithful. But here's what my father-in-law had to eventually do. It's in Hebrews 11, 6. Because God is faithful, we have to reflect that faithfulness and place our faith in him. It says, without faith, Hebrews eleven six, 6, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Can I tell you that's a promise for all of us? Will you believe and will you seek? You see, right now in this room, here's what I know to be true. And I'm gonna ask those who are prepared to receive people this morning to go ahead and come down. Here's what I know to be true the enemy's a liar and a deceiver. And he'll try to keep you from walking in the faithfulness of God. He'll get you to question the faithfulness of God. He's done it from the beginning with Adam and Eve, and he continues to use the same lies and deception. And I'm just wondering this morning if somebody just needs to step out and go, I'm trusting my dad again. Whether it's through salvation or it's just coming back or there's a situation you've just not let the Lord fully heal in your heart. Because I promise you there were still some days of healing that needed to come in my wife and I after her dad passed. Loss is not easy, but God is there in the midst of grief. He's still faithful. He's still faithful. So this morning, the invitation is this. Will you just come if you need to? to maybe somebody who can just agree with you in prayer and just remind you he is faithful and he is good and he will fill your heart and heal your heart and set free your heart. Maybe you need to confess Jesus, come. Maybe you just need to trust again, come. And so God, this is your time. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Amen and amen. Let's stand.